Today we're going to start a new series. Christmas is the series now, and we're going to be talking about joy. Um, I'm going to ask your permission for something today. The Holy Spirit began working on me this week, later, earlier this week, to disrupt this flow and this message. And so I'm going to ask your permission to not specifically teach as I normally do, but to just kind of jump off the, not the platform, <laughs> jump off the scripture God has given us and let the Holy Spirit speak what he wants to in our lives today. Um, and so you're going to find me pausing, not because I don't have anything written down. You can look in the Calvary Orlando app, not that you need to, but you can look and my notes are there. I have a message that I've prepared. And I think that's important because we highly value the preached word. And we highly value any time the Bible is spoken and preached because inside of the word of God is the power to change your life. And so what I don't want to do is have services where we're like, flowing in the spirit and thinking that's more spiritual than the preached word of God. We value all of God. Does that make sense? Because sometimes what you feel is a mundane average day is the most transformational day because you're renewing your mind and that's how we transform through the word. Then we have services like today where I really believe God has a spiritual dynamic in it. He has a spirit word to speak to you. And in that moment, there's a uniqueness to it. There's an anointing in that moment. I think that you're appointed to be here today. It's not an accident that you're here today. If you're visiting from out of town, I think you're strategically here as well. Because I also believe there are times and seasons and moments where it's not just a teaching or just a message. But it's as if God is saying something in the moment that then you bring your agreement and you receive it in that moment. Are you understanding that? It's kind of likened when Mary had a message from the angel of the Lord that told her she would conceive. And it was overwhelming. It was more than she was anticipating that day. She didn't know as a virgin that she was going to be overshadowed by the Spirit of God that day and carry the Savior of the world. Maybe today was, is an average day for you, and God has a message from his messenger for you that might be more than you were anticipating coming in, but your response in that message is like Mary's response to the angel. Lord, I may not understand it all. I may not, I may not get all the dynamic of it, but all I know is this. Let that word be done unto me according to what you've said. That's your response today. I'm not necessarily one that walks in the office of the prophet. I believe there is such thing as the office of the prophet. But I do believe that there is a spirit of prophecy that can come upon all of the body of Christ. And you can, begin, you can be used of God to prophesy. And I don't want to scare you with that word if you're new to church. You might think to yourself, what does that mean? Prophesy. <laughs> it sounds crazy. What it basically means is this. God moves upon a human vessel, and he speaks something that's living in that moment, and he's informing you, but he's not just informing you. In that information is the power to transform you and begin the process of what he just said. Let me give you an example. When Samuel came to David, who was a shepherd boy, Samuel was a prophet, and he poured oil over David, and he identified to David how God saw him. 
David would be the next king of Israel. But David was nowhere near that in his current reality. David was out in the field watching sheep. He's not even in the family of a king. And yet the prophet of God comes and identifies David to David, identifies David to his family, identifies David to the kingdom. Are you understanding this? All by sharing with David what God saw that David didn't see. But it was reality. And I think that's what God is trying to impart into you today. But in that moment, when God spoke that word over David, David became a king. He didn't become a king that moment externally, but all the equipment, all of the seed of being a king that would then grow and germinate inside of David was deposited in David by that prophecy over his life, by that word of the Lord that came upon his life. So what God speaks over you today and what I have to share with you today, you may still see fields and sheep when you leave. It may look the same when you leave, but I believe the word the Lord has for you today is to identify that things have changed. And that within that word, if you'll just by faith like a child receive that word and you'll say, be it done unto me according to your word, then I believe everything inside of that word is deposited in the soil of your heart and it will grow in God's time. But it all starts today. It all starts by saying yes to that word. Are you open today? So here, we'll start in the scripture about joy. Go to Luke chapter 2, and then in that scripture, I'll give you what I believe the Lord has for you today. Luke chapter 2. And if you're not familiar with us here at Calvary, we love the word. Normally, I'll have about 15 to 25 scriptures to give to you. And I only say that because some of you are visiting with us today, and you don't know this today might seem different, but I want you to know who we are, and who we are is everything God would like us to be that day. And so, as we progress as a family of God here, we're all of it. We're a word church, we're a spirit church. We're all of it. Amen? Luke chapter 2, have you found it in your Bibles? Luke chapter 2, we're going to go to verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the field nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all. Say good news of great joy to all. I love that. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. You will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. 
That's the scripture that I began praying over you this last week. And as I was gathering my thoughts to prepare a holiday message for you, a, a sermon, I just felt like the Lord dropped in something that's different, using that scripture as context. What the angel or the messenger said to the shepherds was, I bring you good news of great joy. Some scriptures or some translations say, I bring you good news that will cause great joy, which will be to all people. Unto you is born this day, Savior. And so what I felt to share with you today was that what the angel was truly saying was he was telling them that something had happened that they were not aware of that has already changed their life. That a shift had been made, God's solution and answer had been brought. And what would cause great joy is the announcement that God had already done but they were unaware that he'd already done it. But God had already met their need. God had already made a way. God had already defeated the enemy. God had already made access to the throne of grace in his peace offering, which was now on the earth. And he chose to announce it to shepherds in a field and I started thinking about that, and I was like, Lord, why shepherds in a field, you know? Like, how does this relate to all of us? And what the angel was trying to help them see, which would cause great joy, is that in the field that they're in, doing the work they always do, everything looked the same, everything smelled the same, they felt the same, but nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. And a shepherd, you know, might be in our, our, our world in 2021, might be a truck driver, might be a grocery store clerk, might be a teacher, might be a single parent, maybe it's you, electrician, whatever. Just beautiful, wonderful, regular people that just work hard, try to take care of their families. The reason I say that is the message and the transformation and the power of God is not meant just for this elite, whatever spiritual group you're thinking. Like today, God is sending a messenger to you to tell you that where you are in this word today and if you'll receive it, will begin to transform your life, will transform your home, will transform your situation. Don't think, oh, that's just pastors or preachers or churchy. These messages are brought to the shepherds. These messages are brought for the people in the field working. And so the word that I have for you is that God has already brought 
into your life, if you'll just receive it today, he's already brought the solution and the change and the transformation and the breakthrough that you've been waiting and believing for. You can celebrate that, that's okay. See, because that's what the angel is trying to do with the shepherds. They, they didn't cause the solution or the answer or the breakthrough. The angel was just there to announce that God had answered their prayers and they didn't even know it. That God had transitioned, the whole planet had changed and they didn't even know it. That everything from that moment on was different but in their world it all looks the same. They're still standing in a field, they're still sitting around with a bunch of sheep but nothing was the same. And given time, the change and the shift that God had made would begin to manifest right in front of their eyes. But they had a part to play in this. They needed to go and receive. They said, let us go see this site. Let us go put our eyes on it. Let's go behold it. Let's go perceive it and understand it. And so what I felt from the Lord to share with you is I feel it first corporately for the Church of Calvary. There are some miracles that Calvary has been promised. There are some prophecies that have been spoken over this place. I had a gentleman yesterday who used to come here in 1976. And he said 40 years ago, he still remembers words that were prophesied and promised. And I just felt in my heart today and it's not because of me, my friends. I'm not saying this is me. I'm saying that I wouldn't pause my whole flow if I didn't feel like I, it was inappropriate just to preach and not acknowledge what I believe the Lord is saying. And what I believe the Lord is saying to Calvary is we've transitioned into the fulfillment of those promises. Okay? Because that's what the, that the shepherds were just being made aware that God had fulfilled his promises. He'd been prophesying about the coming of the Lord for thousands of years. You know, and, you can, and, when, and when prophecies take a long time, you can begin to disregard them, you can begin to forget about them, you can begin to think they'll never come to pass, and then all of a sudden, on a normal average day, the angel shows up and says, it's happened. <laughs> it's changed. And so first, corporately to Calvary, I would tell you that it has changed, that there's been a shift that God is announcing to you, just making you aware that his fulfillments of his promises have manifested into the earth, and just give it time, you'll see it in the natural. But the shift, the moment has arrived, the prophecies are fulfilled. That is a very humbling thing for me to say, especially the fact that I'm privileged to be your lead pastor in this season. I am not saying that based on me and my ability and my talent because my abilities and my talents cannot produce the promises that you have heard from the Lord. If any human being stands in this office and thinks that it's them, that they can engineer it, then it's not of God. I humbly announce it to you today. And I will, I will, I wanna disappear behind Jesus in this movement, in this thing. I say it very, very cautiously, but I'm telling you, Calvary, it's not 
business as usual. It is not business as usual. Things have changed. And I announce it to you. I bring you good news of great, that will cause great joy. And the, the good news is the prophecies are now. It is, the Bible says the Lord makes everything beautiful in his time, and God is making it beautiful because it's time. It's time. Amen. But then for you personally, you're all here for a reason today. And I believe that the word of the Lord to you is the same. That there have been promises that you have been standing on, promises that have been prophesied to you, promises that have come to you while you've read the scriptures, things that you have on your on a sticky note somewhere that you have written in your Bible, that you have on your refrigerator, that tapes that you have when people used to use tapes. Where God has spoken, and I just cannot move forward in a series, and I cannot move forward today without telling you, I bring you good news of great joy. The promises are for now. That this is the time, this is the season, this is the revealing. Do not be dismayed or confused because you still see the same field or the same sheep or you still look like a shepherd or all those things. God is announcing to you that everything has changed. Everything has changed. Even for the body of Christ in this season. You know, when, when, Jesus, when the angel spoke this to the, peop, to the shepherds, they were still under Roman occupation in the natural, but what they didn't realize or what the angel is trying to say is there's a kingdom that has now invaded that current government reality. And so there's so much that's going on. Do not look at the current structures and systems and things. The prayers you've prayed, the prophecies you've heard, there is a shift there has been a change of the guard. There has been a deposit. There has been a seed. If Herod could have killed it, Herod would have killed it, but Herod didn't see it because it came in a way Herod couldn't kill it. He, couldn't, he didn't see the wisdom of God in it. And right underneath Herod's nose, the kingdom of God was sown into the earth. And a greater kingdom has emerged of which we know there will be no end to that kingdom. So much has happened, even with those shepherds, they think, in thinking to themselves, I'm just a shepherd, but yet the Bible in that moment, what God was saying is now you, you can become a joint heir with Christ. There are realities that have happened that you are unaware of, and when you become aware of those realities, there's cause for great joy. So I'm saying you may just see yourself as a, as a truck driver but you're not just a truck driver. I bring you good news of great joy. You're a child of God. And you're a joint heir with Christ. Or I'm just a teacher. Or I'm just a single parent. You are not just a single parent. You are the body of Christ. And you can walk boldly into the throne of grace and the resources of heaven are now made available to you. You're strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And it's becoming aware of these realities that cause great joy. 
It's becoming aware of these realities. So as much as I'm telling you that you're in a, in a, a prophetic moment where the promises that God has made to you personally, that I believe that the Lord is saying for such a time as this, if you'll just say, be it done unto me according to your word, please do not disregard the written word of God that has already promised you who you are in Christ. And you being made aware of the written word of God should cause you great joy as well because I'm announcing to you what's already been done, same process. I'm announcing to you what's already been done and just because it's been written for 2,000 years, we can take it for granted, but the point is by becoming aware of what's already been done, great joy emerges. Most of the time, the reason we get out of joy and we lose our joy is because we see the circumstances and situations and we let our emotions be ruled by what we can see with our eyes. Rather than these realities, you're a joint heir with Christ. You're a son and daughter of God. He has made a way. Things are changing. Things are changing. And some of, that th some of the reason things are changing is because you are letting your mind be renewed into things that he's already done and made you that you've been unaware of. You are, you are you are not weak in your weakness he's strong the strength of God is in you you're not you're not just religious people going to church going to services and church like we've lost something in our services and in our structure God has made you promises, and you become what he's promised. He saw something. All these things that we say about you, you're a child of God, you're a joint heir with Christ, you're the head and not the tail, the devil's under your feet, all these things. These are not things that we designed. These are things that God said about you, and we lose the reality of it. We lose the reality of it, and so today I make you aware of these realities again, because in becoming aware of these realities, it is cause for great joy in the middle of whatever it is you're walking through, whatever it is you're going through right now. So here's what I, here's what I uh, asked the worship team why they stayed up here, is there's a song that we sing around here called Waymaker. And in that song, it says that he is a waymaker, that he is a promise keeper, he's the light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. And then there's this other part that says, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop. I believe that's our confession today. So I'm not sure what you came in this morning with, what discouragement, what challenge, um, what old mindset, what has robbed your joy, what is distracting you from joy. But I'm here to announce to you today, Calvary Corporate, I'm here to announce to you today that the season of fulfilled promises and prophecies is now. And I bring you good news of great joy. That will cause you great joy. That will cause you great joy. And then to you, the individual, those things that have been dear and near to your heart, that you've been holding on for a moment, holding on, that if you will just begin to say, be it done unto me according to your word. It's, it's every word, there's a time and season in every word. That's why we write the vision down and we make it plain and, and don't be discouraged 
you know, over time and, and different things like that because there's an appointed time for certain visions to come to pass. And it has nothing to do with my... I'm not making this come to pass for you. I'm just announcing it to you. The angel of the Lord didn't make it come to pass. God brought it to pass. But he announced it to them. And so what I'd like you to do today is to position yourself in a response of faith and to declare by faith, by saying, even when I don't see it, you're moving. Even when I don't feel it, you're moving. You never stop. And you are a way maker. You are a promise keeper. To sing that right now with whatever you're facing, whatever your, your, your concern is, that's you like Mary saying, be it done unto me according to your word. Be it done unto me according to your word. And so we're going to stand. Go ahead and stand. And we're going to begin. Let me pray this out into you. And we're going to turn this altar into a place of receiving those promises. And I want you to find space at your seat or on the sides or up front. And I just want, if you're open to it, I want you to just go after it and say, God, I believe it. I believe it. I it's an, it, it doesn't make sense in my natural mind why some guy on a platform making a statement like that, there's anything's changed, but God, with childlike faith, I believe that if you've orchestrated this day and you've orchestrated that word, then I just say, yes, Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. You're a way maker. You're the promise keeper. You're the light in the darkness. This is my day of change. I receive the turnaround. I receive the breakthrough. I receive the transformation. I say yes. I don't argue with God. I don't put it off. I don't, I don't sit there and try to figure it out with my head. I say yes. I say yes. And when I sing it and when I begin to see it, Lord, it may start like a baby in my life. It may not look full scope. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you go back to work tomorrow and God made you a promise about the job or God made you a promise about your family, it may not look like the full size, but it may look like a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, but that's the beginning. Amen. That's the beginning. That's the cloud, the size of the man's hand. That's the seed in the earth, and it will produce the harvest. Don't speak against it. Water it. Bless it. Say, God, I see it. God, I receive it. Amen. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I begin to pray this into this room and this atmosphere and those watching right now on the Internet. Father, I pray for moments like this where, God, you just are saying something to us, and you're saying that this is a time, this is a season, this is a fulfilled promise. And, God, we corporately over Calvary, Lord, corporately we say, let it be done unto us according to your word. That, God, if you would choose to see fit, that this is the generation that sees the fulfillment of those promises. God, we say, let it be. God, let it be and use us all strategically as you see fit. God, we want to stay out of your way and let you fulfill those promises to the full extent of the vision that you had when you put this church together, when you established the seeds in the ground. God, let the harvest be the size that you see. Let it be the version of what you see. We don't manipulate it. We don't control it. We say, God, be it done unto us according to as you have spoken. God, in the individual lives in this place right now, Father, we come into agreement that, God, you're saying this is the moment. 
This is the time that something has changed. A breakthrough has come. The answer has come. The Savior has come. God, things are different. They are different. They are free. They are children of God. They are the head and not the tail. They are co-heirs with Christ. That God, their eyes get off of their field. Their eyes get off of what they lack. And their eyes get on what they see in Christ. Their eyes get on your promise. Their eyes get on your word. God, right now, be it done unto us according to your word, we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you just by faith begin to sing and begin to worship God? Pastor Josue, take it away. Stop! 
even when I don't see it, he's working. Even if I don't feel it, he's working. And we got to say it over and over and over and over again, even though we don't see it, he's working. Even though I may not feel him, he's working because he never stops working. He is a God who keeps his promises. He is a God who keeps his promises. So don't be discouraged today, church. Don't be discouraged. Hang on, cling on to the promises of Jesus Christ. Hold on to the promises of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even when I don't see it, nothing's going the way I want it to go. It's been a while since I felt the presence of God. I feel so alone right now. I need Jesus. You may ask, where is he? Where is he at? He's there. I am a living testimony to the faithfulness of God. I'm a living testimony to the faithfulness of God. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because that's my testimony. God keeps his promises even though you don't see it, even though you don't feel it. Could you stretch your hands out towards each other? One of the things that I didn't share because of the notes thing, but you'll see it in the notes later, the Bible says in Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice. That's another way to bring joy into your life. So let's celebrate the promise of God being fulfilled in one another's life. Is that okay? Amen. Put your hands out, stretch them out towards each other. If you're, if you're related to somebody and you feel close enough, you can grab their hand or put your hand on their shoulder, whatever. But let's pray and believe God to seal this moment and to rejoice with each other's breakthrough. Calvary, I don't feel any like hype energy in this right now. I feel the anointing of the Lord. If you will just say yes to this and you'll let yourself receive this. And I know it's hard. Believe me, there's been times in our own lives, there's things that we've been believing God for for a very long time. Having long-term faith can be hard. And when someone says, no, this is a special moment, this is a special thing, to get your faith back in that place again. But I'm just, I'm just asking you to trust God again. I'm just asking you to believe God again, that that promise is for an appointed time, and that appointed time begins now. So Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for this beautiful body of believers. Lord, there's some that can't even make it today. They're on the internet, and we agree with them as well. Lord, I, together, we lift up this body, and we together say, be it done unto us according to your word. God, every promise that is represented in this place. Lord, every scripture that has been stood upon, Lord, every dream, every prophecy, everything, Lord, I thank you. There are different stories represented and we pray for one another right now. And God, we say, do it, Jesus. Do what you said. We agree together, two or more gathering together 
touching what you have promised, which means it's your will, which means it's your word, which means, God, the answer is yes and amen. And so, Father, we agree together today for one another, for their breakthrough, for their healing, for their turnaround, for their job promotion, for their family to be restored, for the aches and pains to be removed. God, for every promise, every business that you've prophesied over them to manifest itself in this season, God, every book to come forth out of them, every curriculum, every answer, every solution, every kingdom of God advancement that has been germinating on the inside of them, God, we call those things into existence today, God. We say yes to those things in Jesus' name. We thank you that this is a now time. This is a now season, and we receive it by faith. We say yes to it by faith, and we bless them, and we agree together. If you agree with that, would you say a big amen all throughout this house? <laughs> Pastor. Pastor Manny leaned over to me, and he said that the Lord had put something on his heart, and I would absolutely want to give you opportunity. Yeah. Obviously, God is in this place. This morning, God just spoke to my heart as I was uh, getting ready for today's, for today. And I sent a text to Pastor Kevin, Pastor Maria, just, just sensing that God was gonna do something today. Not knowing that God was already working in them, that God was shifting things in them. You know, that's the way God works. He confirms it to, through two or three people. But then I shared with him a little after our production meeting, something that God spoke to me while I was in Georgia with Ron this past week. Had a good time uh, getting away for a little bit, being in the wild. But as we were driving, Ron, you shared with me something that um, really spoke to me. And it was the simplest thing. We were, we were in the car, on a car, car ride, and you said, you see that field of almond trees? It was a brand new field of brand new trees of almonds. And he said, I spoke to the farmer, and the farmer said, and I asked the farmer, how long will it take to get a profit out of those trees? And the farmer said, I won't live long enough to see uh, the profit that will come out of those trees. That's going to outlive me. And, and on the side of it were these larger almond trees that I know for sure were planted over 25 years ago. And God spoke to my heart in that one mile of, uh, of seeing all of this and said that in this season, you will reap a harvest that you didn't sow. But you're also going to sow into a harvest you will not reap. And I just want to say to this church right now, this is what I felt as Pastor Kevin was sharing this message, and I just want to speak it over all of you. We are about to reap a harvest we did not sow. But we're also going to sow into the land for a harvest we will never reap because it's a season of exchange. It's a season of receiving what the past generation laid for us, but it's also a season for us to sow to a generation that's gonna know the power of God, signs and wonders, healings and miracles that's gonna happen through us. If you receive it, lift your hands and lift up God in this place.
season with hope and with a sense that God's promise is fulfilled. So let me do this today as we close, well, just this portion, and I'm going to ask, actually, I'd like to change it up how we normally end anyways. Pastor Sway, if you have another song or two, uh, for some of you, you need to stick around a little bit and worship and just let God heal you and let God fill you. And so these altars are meant to be utilized. It's not meant to be a spatial gap between where you sit and the presence of God. You know, all those, ga- all those curtains have been ripped open. So there's no more gaps between you and the presence of God. The only gaps, the only distance that lies between you and God are dis- is distance we choose to have. Because God made a, s- a solution for sin. God made a solution for the separation. And so if there's any separation between you and God's presence, just because we choose to stay separated, you are welcome into the presence of God. And you can't experience it back at your seat. I understand that. But what I'm just saying is these altars are open to be used. Let God minister to you today. You don't have to rush out just because we say the amen. But I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, which means every single individual needs a savior, and his name is Jesus. You do not save yourself. You cannot. You cannot make yourself good enough. But Jesus died on a cross in your place. He was the perfect sacrifice for your sin. 
all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible goes on to say that the wages and penalty of that sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ the Lord. And then finally, the Bible gives us the how. It says, all who will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so today, we want to give you an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus to save you. If you all bow your heads and close your eyes for the next 30 seconds, I want to ask you and invite you this morning. Say, hey, I'm not right with God. I've never given my life to Jesus. I've, I don't remember ever asking him to be my Lord and Savior. In a moment, I'm going to count to three, and I want you to raise your hand if you want to receive Jesus today as your Lord and Savior. Or you may say, Pastor Kevin, I used to have a relationship with God, but I've walked away. I've grown cold, and I'd like to recommit myself completely to Jesus this morning. If that's you, when I count to three, I want you to raise your hand as well, and we'll pray for you as well. Are you ready? When I count to three, if you need to get right with God for any reason, just raise your hand and we'll pray for you right at your seat. Ready? One, two, three. If that's you, put your hand up. There's a hand right there in the middle. Awesome. Anybody else today? There's a second hand back there. Anyone else? Third hand in the back. Anyone else? Four, five, six, seven. Anyone else? precious holy moment. Would you all pray with us today? Would you repeat this prayer after me, the seven of you that raised your hand? And let's all pray together so they're not praying by themselves. Repeat this prayer from the bottom of your heart with all you can. Mean it with all you can. Let's pray together, would you? Dear God, I thank you that you see me just as I am. I realize that I've sinned and I've walked away from you. I receive Jesus Christ today as my Lord and Savior. I believe that he died for me and that he rose again. Please forgive me of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, make me new. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Take every part of me now. Be my God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you celebrate that? Welcome home. That's cause for great joy right there. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed by the ministry of Calvary Orlando. We invite you to join us in person at Calvary Orlando for one of our Sunday morning worship experiences each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. To find out more about Calvary, please visit our website at calvaryorlando.org. Here you can find our latest events and ministry opportunities. Thanks for listening and God bless.